Today's episode of the Divorce and Beyond podcast is sponsored by my friends at Hello Divorce. Divorce is a $50 billion a year industry, and Hello Divorce is changing that model by providing people in California with a new way to divorce that combines best-in-class technology with legal experts ready to help when you need it. They have saved their members not just their time and sanity, but millions of dollars in legal fees. Hello Divorce is a full-service online platform that guides you through the entire divorce process with a library of informative resources, how-tos and instructional videos, do-it-yourself options, and flat-fee legal services. They even have their new app, The Divorce Navigator, that guides you through the 20-plus mandatory California legal forms. So go to hellodivorce.com and find out more. You can use the code DIVORCEBEYOND for $50 off the cost of any subscription or service. Coming up on today's episode of the Divorce and Beyond podcast. We believe that this is 100% avoidable. You know, coming from tech, uh, coming from a world where, you know, we see what can happen with mobile apps. This is a a problem that's 100% solvable. Hello, and welcome to the Divorce and Beyond podcast. I'm Susan Guthrie, your host. As a top divorce attorney and family law mediator for 30 years, I know what you need to know to get through your divorce, and most importantly, how to move beyond it to thrive and transition to your new future. My experts and I are here to give you the insider view into the process, so listen in for the wisdom and expert information you need on your journey through divorce and beyond. Hello, and welcome to today's podcast. I'm Susan Guthrie, your host, and today my guest and I are going to discuss the absolute nightmare that can be created for co-parents when they are sharing the kids' expenses or the the co-pays and all the various shared expenses that happen after divorce. My guest has a simple tech solution that solves it all, the Decomply app, and that lets you handle all of those expenses and the payment of them right from your phone. So my guest today, I went to the best possible source. I went to the creator of the app, Marco Muno. So thank you for joining me today, Marco. Thanks, Susan. Thanks for having me. Excited to be here. I'm really excited to have you. Um, People who follow my YouTube channel and my blog at Divorce in a Better Way know that I um, recently put out a video and you uh, then did a blog post for me about the Decomply app. And I've gotten such a response from people who want to know more that it just seemed natural to create this episode so that we can reach people because I'm... You know, I've been a divorce attorney for so long. I know the absolute pain point that your app addresses. And when you and I met, I was thrilled to hear what you're doing. And that's one of the reasons why I'm so excited to let people know about Decomply. But first, let me just give a little of your background. So they, I always like my listeners to know who the people they're hearing this, their, their experience and wisdom from. You have, Marco has 20 years of experience in the world of tech. 
back. And you're presently the regional vice president with NetSuite Oracle. Uh, Marco and his wife, Giovanna Lopez, together created the concept of the Decomply app. And it grew out of their own personal experiences with the ongoing conflict-ridden issue of shared expenses between co-parents. Um, and as I said, as a divorce attorney, this is exciting to me, and I think it's going to be exciting to you. So we're going to take a deep dive into what the problem is, you know, so that you understand many people as they go through divorce don't even see what's ahead in this area and what a just a mess that it can yeah. be. Um, and then how decomply can help you with it or at least let you know the issues that you need to be aware of. Um, so, you know, let's just start, Marco, with why you and Giovanna decided there was a need for decomply. Obviously, there's a backstory. I just referenced it, but I think my listeners will will really relate to some of your experiences. So can you share a little bit with them? Yeah, thank you for the intro. Uh, I appreciate it. So, for both Gio Giovanna and I, we um, we were both in our second marriage. Um, so, we um, we both have in common that we settled our divorces outside of court. Um, but what's really interesting is that we both have this shared experience that within a few years of having um, been divorced, we found ourselves back in court, um, and it was over money. So in, in her experience, um, you know, there's different changes in the income and I think they, were, they wanted to make some changes in child support, but then there was also this mess around the add-on expenses and who paid what, and that was very um, confusing. Um, then for me, um, I was actually dealing with a very different problem, which was um, my ex-wife was creating what I would call phantom expenses, which is expenses that didn't exist, and claiming that I didn't pay for it, and then we wound up going to court for that. So, um, you know, we had some epiphanies by both seeing each other go through these processes. And um, the first one is that we believe that this is 100% avoidable. You know, coming from tech, uh, coming from a world where, you know, we see what can happen with mobile apps, this is a, a problem that's 100% solvable. Um, that's the first epiphany that we had. The second one was that there's just this massive area of opportunity to help so many people. Um, so many people we talk to experience this. We have a lot of friends who are divorced, and it's just not uncommon that they're, they're going through the same exact things. I have another friend, as a matter of fact, who just entered litigation for expenses. Yeah, I have to say, as a divorce attorney, when I was acting as litigation counsel for people, I would say that one of the top reasons that clients would come back for post-dissolution litigation help would be because there was a huge conflict that had arisen, and usually it grew over time, um, but it was always about these shared expenses. And, and I maybe um, to give some context to my listeners, I want people to understand what we're talking, the actual expenses that we're talking about. So very commonly, especially if there are children, there are going to be support payments that are ordered in a divorce judgment, right? There's going to be child support if there are minor children, and then there's possibly going to be alimony or spousal support. 
And along with child support, often there's going to be some sort of an order about percentages that parents are responsible for unreimbursed medical expenses and perhaps job-related child care expenses or child care shared expenses. But then there's all these additional agreements that often appear in, in separation agreements or divorce judgments about extracurricular activities and school expenses and prom and weddings and college. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's a huge number of things. It's expensive in this world to raise children and it goes well beyond just child support. So what people don't realize, I think, when they're talking about those issues, as you said, you negotiated your divorce. You did not go to court and litigate your divorce. But Many times, most of the time, people don't realize that as they talk about sharing these expenses, the actual act of sharing them creates an ongoing conflict cycle because there's it requires a huge amount of communication. You've got yeah. to talk to your ex all the time about these expenses. It requires that both parties... When they when they make these payments, they have to keep track of them and then communicate them to the others. And then there are disputes about whether it was a proper expense or I love your phrase, phantom expense, because I've seen mm-hmm. that as well. Um, so it's it becomes quickly very complicated, very time consuming. And that's where, you know, I think that the. the huge pain point is people spend thousands of dollars more than the cost of what they're arguing over to go back to court to resolve these issues. So, you know, I mentioned right there a ton of different types of expenses, but let's use a doctor's copay um, for a doctor's visit as an example. So as I said, most states, I believe, in in accordance with their child support, will also require that parents share um, the cope, uh, the unreimbursed medical expenses like copays. But the reality right. of the situation is, right, is that you don't go to a doctor's office and say, oh, I'm 50% responsible. Here's my $10 toward the right. copay. Get the other 10 bucks from my co-parent. Mm-hmm. You've got to pay it up front and then go get your 10 bucks from the other person. So That's it right. sounds simple. Why isn't it? Well, I think it's because we're people. It's that simple. <laughs> and, um, I think when you're dealing with money and you're dealing in relationships are oftentimes um, what I would call low trust. Um, it, it's hard. Um, small mistakes will escalate really, really, really fast, especially uh, in divorce where you're talking about money. So if we use a copay example, um, my son just recently, my stepson just got an MRI. Um, and um, let's say, for example, the MRI was a $200 out of pocket deductible. I've got to go back now and, and collect $100. So simply what I would do then, if I didn't have decomply, I would go and I would send an email to my, uh, to my co-parent and I'd say, hey, here's, here's a bill for $100 uh, and hopefully I'd get a reply back. What typically would happen is I'd wait about a week, maybe two weeks, and I might get a reply back to the email. And our reply might say something like, well, I didn't have the full receipt. Please send that over. So then I've got to call back the doctor's office because at this point I've already lost the receipt uh, <laughs> and track down the receipt, then go and re-email that, hope to get a response back within a few days. Then the response back might be something like, well, why don't we not worry about this? Because I'm going to pay for camp next week anyway. Um, and maybe she will, maybe she won't. No, I don't know. But at this point, 
you know, most people are so frustrated that they just give up on trying to collect the reimbursement oftentimes, or, you know, they just let the resentment build and it comes out in different ways in their co-parenting relationship. And, and this is where things start to come apart and the wheels come off uh, with these agreements. So um, when this continues to go on over multiple expenses, there's no surprise that a year after this is all started, that there's a petition in the mailbox over money. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, I think it's really important what you just pointed out. It's not just that the petition shows up in the mail or the marshal shows up on the doorstep with it. It's that the frustration level on one or both sides now has grown. The conflict has grown and it's grown to the point that now you're back in a courtroom over what seems a simple issue, but it adds up. Um, yep. You know, and 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 often, you know, and it, what happens is, you know, it's it's a hundred dollars here and fifty dollars there and twenty dollars here. It doesn't seem like a lot, but those are the expenses. Whereas it goes back and forth, it can really add up over yeah. time. And yeah. you know, you're driven. And the more it goes on, the more it's going to go on. You know, yeah. so if you don't resolve the dispute over the hundred dollar copay, then the next copay is probably going to have a dispute it's and that will be harder. an issue. Yep. Yeah. So and this is what I have seen repeatedly. Um, it, and I've had cases, multiple cases over the years where a couple divorced relatively amicably. But then because of this issue post dissolution, because of the lack of trust that was created or the ongoing conflict that was created over this back and forth over expenses, their relationship as co-parents deteriorated. And that meant right. that the relationship over their children and their co-parenting deteriorated. And you, we all know who gets hurt there. The kids. Totally. And, and, and these people might be really nice people really great people and typically really great to work with. It's just that the process itself is such a pain that um, no one wants to deal with it. And small mistakes, like I said, again, they just create even larger rifts in trust. Well, and that's, you know, the record keeping alone is one of the biggest problems that I hear from clients. And, you know, I will say this, typically it's one parent, the parent, if you have a situation where the kids are with one parent more time than the mm -hmm. other, then it's obviously the parent who the children are with, who's usually the one making these payments and who has right. to then keep track of them all, yep. do the spreadsheet. It's always an Excel spreadsheet, right? I mean, they always need to yeah. sit down, you know, do all, keep an Excel spreadsheet, calculate, you know, it's not always 50-50. Let's make that clear to people. It can be 27% mm -hmm. or, it can, you know, it can be odd numbers and you've got to get the calculator oh. out and you've got to work out the percentages. So one of the things that is so brilliant about Decomply, you know, and we'll talk about some of its other areas, but specific to record keeping, how does Decomply simplify that aspect of this? Well, the key is, is when we designed the product, um, we knew it had to be easier than what people do today, right? So what people are doing today are using spreadsheets for the most part. And spreadsheets are great, but like you might have your spreadsheet and your co-parent may have a completely different spreadsheet. And trying to reconcile whose spreadsheet is right becomes just another argument, right? And I went through that also. So... I get that. So the idea with Decomply really was to be able to create an app that was 
super, super easy to use and 100% mobile. So let's say we go back to that doctor's office example again. Um, I go in, get the MRI done. I get the copay. I make the copay. Now, rather than losing their seat, I just take a picture of their seat while I'm at the doctor's office. And then I can send their bill whenever I want on Vcomply because I've already scanned their seat. It's already in the application. Now it's just a matter of just classifying and hit and send. Uh, and it's off and it's recorded. And now there is no need for a spreadsheet because there's a ledger within Vcomply that's recording all of the uh, incomplete um, bills that are out there. So you already know that someone has received this, that they know it's out there, they have a picture of the same ledger, so there's no different spreadsheets, and everyone's on the same page. It's really hard to argue that this expense didn't occur. It's hard to argue that there's no receipt because the receipt's included. Um, so we're, we're really uh, changing the way, the, changing the process to make it much, much easier than you know, it currently is. And I think that's a, a really important part of um, the decomply process and, and how it was designed. Yeah, I think it's the, the beginning of the game changer aspect of all of this because it is instant. There's no need to you know take that receipt from the doctor's office or go get your credit card statement that shows that you actually mm -hmm. paid it. I've had people require the canceled checks. You can just right in the moment, take the picture of it, upload it you know right into the app. It keeps track of everything. And you, an important thing in what you just said, it also does the communication for you. So we yeah. were just, you you and your example earlier about the copay, we're talking about having to type out an email to your co-parent. Hey, I went to the doctor. Here's a copy of the receipt. I paid $100. You owe me $100 or $50, whatever that might be. The communication is also handled within the app in an in a automated way. So it's not filled with, you know, the personals, I'll, I'll say. There's right. none of that back and forth of, you know, what, what we all can layer in when we get frustrated in our communication. So, yeah. none, you know, that's these, another. None emails, yeah, none of these emails are passive aggressive, right? <laughs> yeah, you don't, you don't have a little additional button for send a zinger. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So explain the, how the, the, the actual communication happens within the app. It, well, what we really want to do is focus on making the communication super fact-based, right? Because uh, you know, this, is, this is the challenge with, what, with people sending each other emails is that uh, they have an opportunity to do exactly that, to put in that little zinger, um, the, hey, you know, this time don't wait three weeks before you send a payment type note in there, which automatically triggers another three-week delay. So um, what Decomply does is once the the um, bill is sent, it's just basically sending a bill and it just says, hey, you've got a bill and this is what it's for. And that's it. That's the communication. And then your co-parent has a choice. They can either pay the bill or they can let it sit or they can uh, dispute the bill. But there's no question that it's been received. There's no question about whether or not it's owed. There's no question about whether there is a receipt attached. And all these things that you could have potentially argued about before because you're going back and forth in email are all kind of in the same database or the same kind of ledger that you could see. So it's really hard to have any argument about what's really happening within the app, about what's occurred or what hasn't occurred. 
Um, so again, it's really about really keeping all the communication super fact-based and making it so that actually you don't have to send any of the emails because yours is sending out the bill, Decomply is sending out the email. Decomply is also sending out an automated reminder uh, within a week or two so that you know the person knows that that bill is out there. You could also go into the app and click a button and also send out another reminder on your own whenever you want. So you have that capability to actually not talk to your co-parent about expenses at all. As a matter of fact, I use the app. I use my the app with my ex-wife. We haven't had a discussion about money in about six, seven months. And I was just going to say, and how, how is that for you? <laughs> Tremendous. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's amazing. I'd like to take a moment now to talk to my mediation colleagues. Many of you are intrigued when you find out that I have a fully online mediation practice. And when you hear that my overhead is under $100 a month, you definitely want to know more. Because of all the interest, I have created my online mediation training program that helps you to add an online platform to your practice quickly and easily. The hottest trend in mediation right now is online mediation, and you can be online too. In the program, you're going to learn the basics of conducting your mediations through an online platform and the practical and ethical considerations that you need to know. I conduct the personalized one-on-one -on -one trainings and group trainings online at your convenience, and I even hold special reduced-price webinars periodically. So go to learntomediateonline.com to find out more. And for those who mention the podcast, you'll receive $50 off the cost of the one-on-one -on -one training. I look forward to seeing you online soon. Stay tuned for more from Susan and her guest, the founder of Decomply, Marco Munoz, on the nightmare of shared co-parenting expenses and the tech solution that solves it. There is this reconciliation that needs to occur between all the bills and when the payments happen. So you have to kind of look at all the bills. Um, you have to look at all the emails, look at the, them back and forth. And then go back to either the bank statements or the credit card statements and say, okay, here was when that thing was actually paid, right? Um, the amount of time and effort that goes into trying to reconcile all that is absolutely, it's insane. If you are enjoying this episode, check out Manage Your Divorce Like a Boss and Avoid the Pitfalls with tips from the divorcierge, Karen Bigman. The emotional component of divorce um, pretty much is the umbrella over everything. And it's really important to be able to help people kind of separate the emotions from the tactical pieces. And so I have these kind of tools in my toolkit through the coaching to help people when you're in that situation to sort of deal with it, figure it out, and then move on to do what needs to get done for the actual divorce process. And now we return to today's show. Hey 
you know, conflict is one of those things that builds. So if you're having conflict over money with your ex, you know, it, it's natural that when you then need to talk about one of the issues around the kids that has nothing to do about money, but does have to do with your kids, the conflict is there, the aggravation is there, the resentment is there, the lack of trust that's been generated on the monetary side bleeds over into the co-parenting. And it is extremely unhelpful to that process. Yeah. So if like you have just yeah. described, you're able to eliminate the need to have the discussions. You said six or seven months. Think about that, people. Not having to talk to your ex about the cost of the field trip, the cost of the baseball bat, the cost of that last doctor's visit. And it just is, is taken care of with this automated messaging, I do love that aspect of it because there's something that I know as a divorce attorney that when you send something to your ex, it's automatically viewed through one lens. But when it comes yeah. from a third party, even if it's a third party app, here it is, Decomply mm -hmm. is sending, the app is sending the reminder notices, the app is sending the, hey, you owe your ex money here. It diffuses that that lens of suspicion or resentment or anything that will come up. So that is a, a vital, important part of what is, you know, uh, contained within the app's um, capabilities. There's another area that I think is probably one of the, the most important areas, and it's not the one that people think of, but uh, as one of the big pain points, but the actual payment of the expenses, the sending of money back and forth between you can happen within the app and does happen within the app as well. So you don't need to go to a third-party app. You don't need to sit down and write a check. You don't need to transfer money by Zelle. You don't need to do anything at all the app, Decomply actually, I call it the Venmo for parents, right? You know, it's got the ability to allow payments right within the app and track those payments very importantly, right? Why we designed Decomply the way we did was we wanted to make sure that with every bill that was sent out, that the payment was also actually attached to that bill or the non-payment. Because I think some of the challenges are and what, what our experience was when, um, we both went to court was um, there is this reconciliation that needs to occur between all the bills and when the payments happen. So you have to kind of look at all the bills. Um, you have to look at all the emails, look at the, them back and forth, and then go back to either the bank statements or the credit card statements and say, okay, here was when that thing was actually paid, right? Um, the amount of time an effort that goes into trying to reconcile all that is absolutely, it's insane. Um, and, and literally I would see these attorneys walk into the courtroom with just uh, like, like, like just giant boxes just filled with, with files. It was, it was insane. There's, there's no way that was efficient. So with Decomply, if you're doing everything in the app, so if you're sending the bill on the app and the payment is getting made on the app, there is no question about whether the money was received by the person who sent out the bill and also the person who made the payment, that that person actually made the payment. There's no argument about that. And there's a date stamp on when that occurred. And all the reporting actually just outlines all of that for 
for the um, um, for the uh, the end users. So, um, yeah, it's a really really important part of of the decomply process is to match up um, all of the expenses with the payments so that you know exactly what was paid and what wasn't paid. And we could really keep, again, it's all about keeping things fact-based, right? And, and eliminating the emotion um, that's involved with dealing with money in your ex. Well, and it, so that's that's kind of like the, the boom moment in all of this is that yeah. I, I think for people to understand that the beauty of having all of this in one place, because I've been one of those attorneys walking in to a courtroom with the box full of receipts and my copies of my clients, you know, canceled checks to show that they did pay for this, but they only partially paid for that um, because there was an offset because of this, because they, like you were talking about yeah. earlier, the other party had paid for ice skating lessons. Um, and the idea that, so one thing that, that decomply does is not only does it allow for everything to happen all within the app, but if you need to go to court, Decomply can generate a report that shows all of this in a very simple format, because I can tell you, you go into a courtroom and try to like put 15 different exhibits in front of a judge showing that this was paid and this was partially paid. And here's a canceled check. And here's the request letter asking for the money. Oh, yeah. It's a nightmare. Mm -hmm. The judge hates it. It, it, you have to spoon feed things to judges, the easier you can make it. So to all my colleagues out there who are listening, if your clients are using the app, all they have to do is generate a report and it will give all of this information in a form that can be submitted to the trier of fact. So, yeah. you know, tell everyone, you know, a little bit more about that particular aspect because it's super simple. Yeah, I mean, it, it's really, uh, it's incredibly easy. Um, again, rather than pull, pulling together that shoebox of receipts, again, so what we always think about when we're going to design the product is how is it different from what people are currently doing? What people are currently doing are they're trying to create this shoebox of receipts and then go through their bank records and reconcile the whole thing. The idea is with Decomply, there's a button that's called Export Transactions. It's right on the main page of the app. You press that button, it sends you a PDF. The PDF comes to your email, you print it out, there's your report. In that report, you have your report on your child support. So exactly uh, what's been paid, what has been paid, and what's owed. And then you have a, a separate report on what are the incomplete transactions, so transactions that haven't been disputed, but um, uh, still are money's owed and then there's a separate area for places for for um, expenses that have been disputed and in the app there's actually a dispute process and it'll take you through each of the steps of the dispute and why someone made a decision to not uh, pay a particular bill so now uh, you, you hand that to an attorney to a judge to a mediator to a divorce coach um, they can really very very quickly surmise what's happening uh, and get right to the facts very, very quickly, very easily with a fraction of the amount of time that they would have had um, trying to listen to their client, understand what they're saying, uh, go through the all the, um, the emails, go through the receipts, and then try to make sure that everything is gelling into a, a cohesive story that someone could uh, understand and appreciate. 
Yeah, it really streamlines the entire discussion around, you know, any outstanding dispute that there might be. And I can't yeah. emphasize enough, you know, time is money when you're dealing with any divorce professionals, divorce attorneys, divorce coaches, divorce mediators, where, you know, you're paying for their time. If it takes two hours to explain to them or for them to sit down and go through all of your receipts and for you to explain what was paid, why it wasn't, what this was, that's money out of your pocket. Whereas, you know, the ability to just hit that button, I can't emphasize enough, you know, how valuable yeah. a, a, an aspect that is. And one thing I don't want to miss in all of this is that payment function. So I know in the world we live in today, tech, you know, is, is a one, I'm very, I get very excited about tech and how it can ease our lives, but people do get nervous when it comes to their money and using yeah. tech. Um, so, Absolutely. you know, you've taken great precautions within Decomply to make sure that people's information is protected, that their monies are protected. And I just want you to touch on that so that people are aware um, you really have gone to great lengths. Yeah, absolutely. No, it's, it's, it's really, uh, it's important. And um, what, what, we've done is we work with a couple different companies to help us make sure that we're, we're really um, protecting our, our customers. And the first thing that we use is a thing called Dwala. Dwala is a, basically our banking partner. And what Dwala does is it actually verifies the identification of the person who is using Decomply. So um, part of the process with Dwala is that you would come into the app and, and, and Dwala would ask questions to verify who you are. Uh, you'd go through a verification process. It's, it's pretty quick, quick, it's easy to do. Uh, and then after you've completed the verification to actually connect your bank account, and Dwala, once those verifications are complete, the other thing that Dwala does is it actually will do the ACH transfers between your bank account and your co-parent's bank account. Um, the next thing that we use is a technology called Plaid, and Plaid is the same technology that companies like Venmo uses also. And what Plaid does is it allows you to you take your username and password on your online banking to be able to connect your bank account to Decomply and use your bank account with Decomply. Uh, and again, um, both of these companies are you know, big companies who have invested tons and tons of money into having bank-grade security to protect your information. All of the information that's passed to um, passed through um, Plaid and through Dwala, none of it gets to Decomply, actually. So none of your information would actually sit on Decomply's servers. The only thing that we really capture is a name and a phone number. Um, outside of that, um, the information that it that is captured was really going to Plaid and to Dwala and those companies. Again, you can look up those companies have invested tons of money in their security infrastructure to make sure they're doing a really great job with that. Um, last but not least, the way we've designed the product, um, we've tried to design it to make sure that um, even if a bad actor got their hands on your iPhone and got into your decomply, the most damage they could really do is actually send a bill to your ex um, uh, because they can't actually pull money out of your Decomply account um, by getting into Decomply on your phone. They can, however, uh, send a bill to your ex 
that your ex could quickly dispute. Um, um, the other thing a bad actor might be able to do is pay your bills for you if uh, you have some outstanding bills on decomply. Um, so hopefully you wanted to pay those and that's okay. So, you know, we've really designed the app to make sure that um, we've really tried to protect um, our, our customers the best that we can. So, and importantly, you know, for the my listeners who use Venmo or do their banking online, they're probably already using Dwala yeah. and Plaid and don't even know it. So your information is yeah. already with those servers. Um, so, you know, this is you're using a very high grade of secure um, technology for the transfer of monies. And that's, you know, that's just a, another layer of what Decomply has done. But really, you know, what I hope we've done in this episode is let people know about the problem, again, because so many people don't understand just what a nightmare can be created by this, but also that there's a simple solution. Um, it's not an expensive solution either. Um, I, I want to be sure that people know how to get more information on Decomply, how to download it. And I know you have a special offer for listeners. So why don't you, you share that with my uh, with people now? Yeah. So um, if you want to get more information on Decomply, if you're an attorney, a mediator, divorce coach, please go to decomply.com and check out the four mediator and uh, four attorneys page. We have um, a set of divorce attorneys here at the Revolo Law Group in uh, Morristown that actually put together um, some decomply language that you could insert into agreements for your for your clients, um, so that your clients never have to deal with this. Uh, so they helped us build that part of the webpage for us, which was really amazing. We're really grateful for that, and that's a really great resource for all divorce professionals. Um, in addition to that, there's also a sample report if you want to show your your client what's possible with Decomply. Um, if you are a person who wants to use Decomply and uh, use it with your co-parent, um, I would just go to the um, the uh, I, uh, the Apple Store or go to Google Play and just type in D C O M P L Y, which is Decomply, and uh, it'll pop up right in the store. And you'll be able to download it. And um, there's a wizard there that'll just basically prompt you how, on how to get set up. It's pretty self-explanatory. But if you do have any questions, um, you could email decomply at support at decomply.com. That's uh, support at decomply.com. And um, feel free to check out our website. You can learn more about me and uh, Giovanna. You could also uh, just learn a little bit more about the product there. And that's just www.decomply.com. Com. And did you have a special code for listeners? Oh, yes. Sorry about that. No, I, I want to just want to make sure because it was so kind of you to create this for my listeners. <laughs> yes. All you need to do is uh, put in divorce and beyond um, as your reference code, as you're push, putting your information into the app. It'll ask you for your, your name and then I'll ask you for uh, your zip code and I'll ask you for a reference code. When you do that, just put in a divorce and beyond and you'll get a free month of decomply. Yay. Uh, decomply is uh, <laughs> typically uh, $5.99 a month. There's uh, different levels of service that we offer, but that's uh, the typical one. 
Well, we I appreciate that so much. Uh, I recommend Decomply to all my mediation clients, all my coaching clients, and I tell all of my divorce colleagues about it because at five ninety nine a month, this is what this can do for people. Is something it's invaluable five ninety nine a month, but the free month so that people can get started, I think, is a wonderful opportunity for them just to see how helpful this is. So, Marco, thank you so much for joining me today. I, I know we're going to help a lot of people avoid or minimize the nightmare that's, you know, that's ahead of them that they don't even know is coming. Thank you, Susan. Really appreciate the opportunity to be here. This was great. Thank you. Thank you for joining me today on the Divorce and Beyond podcast. I hope you found some information and inspiration to help you on this journey. Please join me every Monday at 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time for a new episode. And if you like the show, please take the time to subscribe and leave me a five-star review on iTunes. You can also find more information on the website at divorceandbeyondpod.com where you'll find links to the YouTube channel, transcripts of the episodes, and other bonus content. So I'll see you next week to help you move through your divorce and beyond. Thank you.